0: This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being, and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful for all my listeners, all the downloads last week, the comments, uh, and the people who reached out to me who. If you listen to episode 29, how to start liking your body, if you don't like your body, I had so many of you reach out and just say, Were you in my brain? It was like you were talking right to me. So I love that these episodes are hitting the mark and really getting you to think about yourself differently. Because as much as we want to just do our way to results or do our way to feeling better, the truth is we cannot make lasting transformation happen if we don't actually look at and be curious about what's been stopping us from having what we want. And most of the time, it's that internal dialogue, our subconscious beliefs, how we think and feel about ourselves. So you can try and push your emotions down, but they're like a screaming toddler. They don't just go away, they get louder. So, why not deal with them, bring them to the surface, shift how you do want to think and feel about yourself so that you can move forward with more peace and ease and grace and actually create amazing results for yourself. So, on today's episode, I alluded to when I recorded this one, it's another listener question. And I love getting these. So, just head over to Instagram, Lisa Carpenter Inc. Drop into my DM and let me know what you want to know, what topic you want me to dive into or what question you have, and I'm happy to dive into these topics. So these questions are from a listener uh, who wants to know the difference between body positivity, loving the body you're in, and not becoming complacent when there's a need to make a change in your health for the better, right? So I think that this is a really, really important topic we need to dive into. And this, this question comes from Jessica. She's asking for a friend. Of course you are, Jessica. Uh, How to find the best, best path when you feel jaded or distrustful from everything due to past experiences. Decision fatigue And how it impacts making healthy choices when you're also making, you know, a gazillion other choices during the day. And she also put a PS, I super love you. I super love you too, Jessica. Thanks for listening and thanks for dropping into my inbox. So this is a really, really, these are really, really great questions. And I'm going to do my best to unpack them a little bit because I do have, I do take a strong stance on some of this. I love the body positivity community in fact i'm just launching my 30 day weight loss from within program which is all about creating a new relationship with yourself and with your body and with food so it's really working from the inside out working on those beliefs so we can create more body positivity so you can love your body and feel good in your skin regardless of what shape size weight you are at that's really really important because so many of us carry this belief that when I lose the weight, then I will love myself. And the truth is, weight loss becomes easy when you start to love and accept your body where it's at right now. You don't have to like everything about it to accept it. But when you work from that place of, I already love my body, weight loss becomes easy right because what do i always say things we love things we value we take care of so i really love this movement around body positivity and women of all shapes and sizes embracing their curves and saying like screw it i get to be however i want to be and there's an and here and i want to i want to say that women of all shapes and sizes i know very unhealthy very thin women Okay. There is such a thing as skinny fat women. So they look thin and slender, but they're actually carrying a lot of fat around their organs and they're not healthy, right? So it's interesting how we deem like thin as healthy and heavy as unhealthy, which is not the truth. I know a lot of women who are carrying extra weight and they could kick my ass seriously. Like they are fit and they're working on having a better relationship with their body. Now, I believe our bodies are a reflection of how we think and feel about ourselves on the inside. So I have had clients who have been doing all the right things, eating all the right foods, getting their exercise in, and they've struggled to lose weight because there was more going on. So I want to say that, okay, because weight loss, air quote, should be easy, It should be easy. Most of you have probably lost weight and gained weight multiple times. Weight loss should be easy. And if you are ticking all the boxes and really taking responsibility for your health and your body isn't changing, we need to look deeper. Your body is always, always, always telling you what it needs. But so many of my clients are focused on weight loss that they're not looking at the bigger picture. And when we clean up what they're eating and how they're thinking and feeling about themselves, when we clear away those beliefs and things still aren't shifting, we need to go deeper. So my most successful clients are the ones who are tenacious, not about weight loss per se, but about being the healthiest version of themselves. So I want you to feel good about your body. I want you to have a deep sense of self-love and self-worth and gratitude and appreciation for your body, but I don't want you to become complacent about your health. So humans are masters at lying to ourselves, including me. We are masters at self-deception. So you do need to make sure that you are treating your body with love and kindness, but that also has to include taking care of yourself. So if you're loving all your curves, but you're eating corn dogs and potato chips and drinking every day or every weekend, can you really say that you have a loving relationship with your body if you know, more than 50% of the time, you're feeding it toxic food. That's not okay, in my opinion. I'm gonna stand on my soapbox here. So loving your body, how do I how do I want to put this? I love my kids all the time, right? Like I'm hardwired to love my children. They came out of my body. I don't always like them all the time. I don't always agree with some of the things that they do or the choices that they make. You are responsible for loving your body all the time, and you are also responsible for showing up and not being in self-deception about what it means to take really good care of yourself. So... You have to have both, right? You have to have this body positivity and love your body. But if you're being complacent about taking care of that body, can you really say you're being loving of it? Hopefully, what I'm saying is landing here, okay? Exercise is not punishment. Eating healthy is not punishment, And so many of the women I've worked with, and this might be you, you have been programmed and you have picked up the belief that exercise is punishment and eating healthy is punishment and it means deprivation and no fun and, oh my gosh, the stories that we loop around food in our bodies, crazy. This is why I'm teaching Weight Loss From Within Live because unless you are aware of the subconscious stories that are driving you, you'll you'll keep stuck in this loop. So you know when you need to make a change for the better. Love your body at all shapes and sizes, but always ask yourself, is this the most loving, nurturing thing I could give to my body right now? So hopefully that is helpful to you. Yes, there is a difference between loving your body and not being complacent. Okay, so it's not punishment. It's saying I love my body enough that and I love myself enough that I'm willing to put the time and the effort into taking care of it. I'm willing to be responsible I'm willing to be responsible for this relationship with myself and with my physical well-being. So hopefully that makes sense. How to find the best path when you're jaded, distrustful from everything due to past experiences? I would ask you Jessica because I've 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 known Jessica for quite some time. Usually, it's not the program that doesn't work, it's us that aren't being truthful with ourselves. So again, nobody can burn us. We can burn ourselves by not fully taking responsibility for the choices and the decisions that we need to make. I don't believe that there are Poor past experiences. So, if I were to speak to business investments that I've made, I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, One of my one of my girlfriends and I joke that we have a ten thousand dollars friendship. So, I don't. I didn't always get what I wanted out of the programs that I invested in, but I always got what I needed. There was always something there for me to learn. So, what I want you to know is. Eating healthy, taking care of yourself, making yourself a priority, putting your emotional and physical well-being at the top of your priority list, that is your responsibility. There's always something there for you to learn. So I'm not sure specifically what's happened to you where you're distrustful, but is it the programs that you're not trusting or is it yourself you're not trusting? because I know for many of my clients, a lot of the work that I have to do with them is actually teaching them how to trust themselves again. And trusting ourselves comes from staying in integrity with ourselves. Staying in integrity means that we do the things we say we're going to do. What most of my clients end up doing is they stay in integrity with everybody else. So they commit to other people; they always follow through. If they say they're going to pick up Sally at two o'clock, they pick up Sally at two o'clock. But if they tell their if they tell themselves they're going to eat healthy, and two days later they're not eating healthy anymore. They've broken they've broken that trust with themselves. So let me ask you: if you were in a relationship with somebody else who was constantly saying they were going to do something, and then breaking that trust, would you stay in that relationship with the person? Or would you say, like, I've had enough and I'm going to walk away? The classic codependent relationship, right? We keep taking abuse and taking abuse and taking abuse and showing up again. What makes it okay for you to not stay in integrity with your own stuff? If you say you're gonna eat healthy, if you say you're gonna go to the gym, if you say you're gonna love and nurture your body, what makes it okay that you keep breaking those promises with yourself? And what is that costing you long term? Because every time you break those promises to yourself, like I said, you are eroding your self trust. When you erode your self trust, it erodes your self worth, it impacts your self esteem. It's important that you follow through and you do what you say you're going to do for yourself. So if you're going to get involved in another program, I would say make sure that you're prepared to show up 100%. Not 80%, not 70%, not halfway wondering why you don't get great results on the outset, but 100%, can you truly say that these programs where you, you know, you found yourself jaded, can you truly say you showed up 100% and what would that look like? You know, because as I prepare to go back on stage in 2020 for fitness and I'm working with my new coach, I'm 100% in. And let me tell you, this is not easy. The training is intense. What I have to do around my nutrition is intense. There's a lot of layers to this, and I've been doing this for a long time. And this is hard, and I can do it. But I said that I was going to follow through on this, and I'm going to follow through on this. And what it's actually forced me to do or allowed me to do, which I wasn't expecting, was take a hard look at my business and say, Where am I not doing the things in my business because they feel too hard? Or where am I saying I'm doing things in my business, but then I'm not actually doing those things? And how is that impacting the results that I want to create for myself? So the other thing I want to say is it doesn't matter. Anything that's happened to you in the past, it doesn't matter. What? I know, right? We love to carry around the past and we love to, you know, be afraid of what's coming in the future. But the truth is you only have today. How do you want to show up for yourself today? If you were never, if we had a clean slate, if I could wave a magic wand and you were starting from scratch today, fresh, 100%, would anything from the past matter? What would you be doing today? What would you be focusing on today? How would you be showing up for yourself today? Because as long as we're trapped in the past, we are working from our circumstances, and we are working from old fears. And I I understand this. I've done this in my business where I have not wanted to put things out in the world because of past experiences where I, you know, I call them tear and tantrum moments where I've been face down on the floor and I've been like, wow, I don't know if I'm going to recover from this. But it doesn't matter. It's the courage to just put myself out there again. It's the courage to say, today is a brand new day. What do I want this day to look like? How can I show up as my best self for myself today and stay in integrity with what I said I was going to do? So moving on to part three of this, decision fatigue and how it impacts making healthy choices. So we are creatures of habit. Our brains are hardwired to create habits so that we can run on autopilot. Because could you imagine if every single day you had to think about how to get dressed, how to drive a car, how to brush your teeth? There's If you look at your entire day, most of the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, you don't even think about it. It's just autopilot, autopilot, autopilot. So creating new habits takes some work and takes some practice. So de- decision fatigue goes away the more we can implement new habits. Where people get into the weeds with habits, especially around their physical health, their well-being, their bodies, whether it's you know weight loss or starting exercise, is we take on too many things. And then we take on too many things, then we don't follow through on what we say we're going to do, right, self-integrity again. So what I suggest is take on less, right? I talk about this all the time, doing less better, it's not about doing more. It's about doing less better. What is one thing that you want to commit to for the next 30 days that you know would move the needle towards you having a healthier relationship with your body? Maybe it's eating another serving of vegetables. My phone keeps ringing. My husband is looking for me. This is real life, people. Um, maybe it's that you're going to commit to having two extra servings of vegetables every single day. And that's it. That's the only thing that you're going to implement. And after 30 days, when that's become a habit, then you can implement something else. But pick one thing. Maybe it's running that you're going to run, you know, five kilometers three times a week. You decide. But if you give yourself too many decisions, this is where the problem lies. And it comes down to values as well. So The things that we value, right, like I say, things we love and we value, we take care of, things that we value also are priorities in our life. So if you're saying your health is a priority and you're finding that that decision is always going to the bottom of the pile, I would challenge you that that's not actually a value, that you're telling yourself it's a value, but it's not. And how do you shift that? How do you shift that? So this is where the inside out work comes. If you find that you're constantly letting yourself down with trying to implement new habits and you're running into decision fatigue all the time, it's what stories are holding you back? What beliefs are you holding on to that it that is stopping you from being able to implement those habits? So, you know, I've seen this inside TCP, which is my mentor's program that I coach inside Where business owners are saying they want it, they come into the program because they want to make more money in their business. But then when we do the values exercise, nowhere in their values is wealth, abundance, money. So they say they want it, but it doesn't actually pan out in their values. And I see this happen time and time again with people around. Their health and their body. They say they want to lose weight, have a better relationship with their body, exercise more, eat healthier, but it's not actually in their values, which is why it keeps going to the bottom of the pile. So decision fatigue becomes a lot less when we've actually changed the beliefs and the values that we're carrying. So sometimes there's more work that needs to happen around. What's making these choices feel so hard for you? Healthy choices don't have to be hard when they come habitual. So from a doing standpoint, my food, my fridge is stocked up with healthy choices. So making healthy choices is easy because that's all that's in the fridge. I don't bring stuff into my house that I don't want to eat. Because the truth is if I crave something, if I really want something, I can have it. And I can also put my ass in the car and drive and get it. I don't need to keep a stockpile like a squirrel in case I have a craving. That's how I live my life because the truth is I am human like all of you. I have cravings. I like chocolate. I like crunchy things. If you put a bowl of granola in front of me, I am going in. I love candy. So I am a normal human, I don't keep these things in my house because then I'm not exhausted trying to avoid them all day. Makes sense? The other strategy that I use with clients as well is if you want something, you can have it because you can. It's just a choice. It's only the judgment we put on food that makes it good or bad. But give yourself 20 minutes. If you still really want it in 20 minutes, then have it. Okay, but coming back to your initial question of decision fatigue, how can you set yourself up better so that you don't have to think about things? right? What is one thing that you could implement that would really change um, that would really change this for you and make it easy for you? right Right in front of me, I have a huge whiteboard. I am implementing some new habits in my business. This is uncomfortable for me. I like to freewheel. Clearly, I record my podcast episodes every Monday instead of batching them. I keep talking about this, right? This is something that I know I want to get in the flow of. I have a whiteboard in front of me, and I'm writing on that whiteboard the daily habits that I'm committed to. And every day, I'm going to tick those boxes. They're in front of me to make sure that I tick the boxes. So I am committed, I'm committed because those habits are going to be game changers inside my business. If you know that you're getting decision fatigue, take away the decision. Take the emotion out of it. And I know that sounds interesting coming from me. Take the emotion out of it. Take the emotion out of it because you're never going to feel like eating healthy if it's not one of your values right now. So take the emotion out of it and, and make the commitments to what you want to do and then make it more important that it's not about the thing that you're going to do. It's about the level of trust and integrity that you're building in yourself. That's the most important thing. So hopefully that answers your questions. If it creates more questions, by all means, just send me a DM. I hope this episode was helpful for you. We covered a lot of ground. Um, I didn't have a lot of notes for this because I wanted to just kind of see where, you know, see where the conversation would take me. But, you know, what it comes down to for every single one of you listening, if you struggle with your relationship with your body, it's not about the food, it's not about the weight, it's not about the exercise. It's not about your capability. It has more to do with your subconscious values and your beliefs that you're caring about all of those things. And until you get under that and you shift who you're being and, and what you're valuing, right? So it's not about... Making you an entirely different person, but it's saying, like, if this is really important to you, are you willing to do the work to shift those beliefs so that you can have what you want and not just temporarily, but permanently? Right? Most people who win the lottery end up going broke again. Why? Because they haven't worked on their wealth mindset, they haven't worked on being the person who has a lot of money. Most people lose weight only to gain it back because they actually haven't embraced the identity of somebody who's healthy it's easy to lose weight. It's easy to make money. But whether or not you're able to keep that money, whether or not you're able to keep the weight off, that's a whole different story. You have to get under those beliefs. You have to radically shift them. And I see this time and time again. Why so many people end up in this cycle where they're not really Feeling their best selves. They're not making their health their priority. They're not making their physical body a priority. Their body is reflecting how they think and feel about themselves on the inside. And so much of our relationship with our weight is tied to our personal self-worth. Like we've actually attached our body image to our self-worth. And our body reflects how we feel about ourselves. So this is the work that I'm going to be doing inside my 30-day intensive program weight loss from within. I am so passionate about this work. I have never taught this program live and I am so excited to find the perfect women to be inside this group. We're going to go 30 days, which means you've got to show up every day. You're going to have 15 minutes. You have to listen to an audio and you're going to get a writing prompt so you can, you know, write in your journal at home. I don't care if you use Loose, loose leaf paper. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you burn it at the end of the day. But we are going to dig up everything that's been holding you back from feeling your best in your body, being at your best weight, whatever that is, but loving yourself, loving your body, having a great relationship with your body, partnering with your body, regardless of what the number on the scale says. This is the key to weight loss with ease. When you do the inside out work, the weight falls away because all of a sudden now you found how to cultivate a deeper sense of self-worth. So this is kicking off on July 26th, is day one. Cart closes on July 25th. If you want to register, if you want to find out more about this program, you can go to LisaCarpenter.ca forward slash WF. W weight loss from within. I've recorded a quick video talking a little bit about the program, and the sales page is up. I would love to have you in it if you're serious about doing this work. I'm going to be doing live coaching inside a private Facebook group. So every day, if you want to post your insights and what came up for you, I'm going to coach you through that. I'm going to be holding weekly live Facebooks. I said that totally backwards. Facebook lives weekly for more coaching and more support. And I may be throwing in a few extra bonuses as well. So head over to lisacarpenter.ca, WFW, to get more information. If you want to talk to me directly about the program, if you have questions or you just want to correspond a little bit to make sure that this is the right fit for you and that you are going to have the time to do this. Again, if you don't have 15 minutes a day for you, there's a problem. There's a bigger problem here. You can hit me up over on Instagram. Lisa Carpenter Inc or send me an email lisa carpenter.ca Lisa at lisacarpenter.CA. Wow, I forget my own email address. Until next time I will be diving into um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about my competition journey, uh, what I'm going through why i'm doing this because people are like why would you do this again lisa like it's so disciplined it's so regimented why would you do this again i want to share about this journey and and why i'm stepping into this container again because this is not for everybody nor is being an olympic athlete for everybody but this is this is a goal that i have set for myself that is profoundly impacting me in so many different areas of my life. So I want to, I want to share that with you. So until next time, take good care of you. Make sure you check out those links. I would love to see you in weight loss from within. If you've been struggling with your body image or find me over on Instagram until next episode, I will see you then thanks again for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. If you haven't already done so, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review and subscribe. It helps other listeners just like you find and listen and tune in to get the messages that they need so that they can start to transform their relationship with their physical and emotional well-being. And if this episode resonated with you and you know somebody else who needs to hear it, please share. Go ahead and tag me on social media. I love to meet and connect with my listeners and by all means, head over to Instagram, Lisa Carpenter, Inc., drop into my DMs, let me know what you're loving, any questions you have, and I'm happy to res- respond. And maybe i will even hear your question answered on a future episode. If you prefer to hang over, hang out over on Facebook, you can find me over there as well at Lisa Carpenter, Inc. So I will see you on the next episode. And thank you so much for tuning in.